This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy. Proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. It's finally here. Voters are deciding between another four years of Donald Trump or a different path with Joe Biden, and rural voters will be critical. Ag lobbyist Michael Torrey says one thing's for certain we'll know early on if the night will be late. There are some counties in some parts of the country that if we saw, for example, Florida go for Trump and go for Trump strong, and that may be a sign of things to come. But I think that if we see it kind of, you know, the determinations uh, being delayed, then I certainly I think that that'll be a sign for the night. I mean, keep in mind, they didn't call the thing for Trump last time until I think two in the morning. And he ended up with 305, 304 electoral votes. Rural voters helped push Trump across the finish line last election. But Tory says Biden has tried to appeal to them in this race. They were um, very clear in putting together a plan for rural America. I think that, combined with a bit of the history during his time as vice president, has given those in the countryside a, a pretty good sense about what each one of these um, administrations will do. Tory says the big unknown is there's a lot of rural Americans who did not vote last election, and will they vote this time? Patty Judge, co-founder of Focus on Rural America, a left-leaning group educating Democratic candidates about rural issues, feels rural messages on the farm economy, health care, and biofuels have resonated this election cycle. I think it has mattered. It has, as, as uh, Jeff and I often talked about when, when we formed uh, Focus on Rural America, we wanted to squeeze the margins. And I think we have been successful in doing that, but I guess uh, the final... Uh, Test of that will be after 9 o'clock tonight. We'll be watching several Ag Senate and House races this evening, too. And tomorrow, AgriPulse's Phil Brasher and Spencer Chase sit down with farm policy experts Randy Russell of the Russell Group and National Farmers Union President Rob LaRue. They will discuss the results of the 2020 election and what they mean for rural America. The live webinar will be held at noon Eastern on the AgriPulse Facebook page. Register for a reminder email at agripulse.com. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. On coronavirus relief, Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley expects two different scenarios for a path forward after today. I think there's a good chance if Trump gets to be president to be before Christmas. But I think if Biden's elected president, particularly if they would take over the United States Senate, none of which I think is going to happen. But if that did happen, I think the Democrats would want to wait and do it when the new Congress convenes with more or their members in the Senate. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell told radio host Hugh Hewitt earlier this week he expects a relief bill to come in 2021, but Democratic House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and President Donald Trump want a bill sooner. Producers are optimistic about the farm economy heading into the election. The ag economy barometer set an all-time high with a reading of 183 in October, rising 27 points. Associate Director for the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture, Michael Langemeyer, says multiple factors contributed to the increase. I mean, as you know, we've had some uh, pretty good trade news the last few weeks. And if you look at uh, a look at the 
the, the WASDE report and the, least of the, the latest WASDE report, it looks like exports for both corn and soybeans are going to be higher than what they were the previous year. And we've also seen, of course, uh, strength in prices. Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture Director Jim Mintern says USDA's second round of coronavirus relief payments to producers also helped. That compounded with the strength in commodity prices, I think, really kind of led into that uh, boost in, in sentiment. Now, since the survey was done, we have seen a little bit of weakness in corn and soybean prices, but they're still substantially stronger than they were earlier in the year. The previous record high was set in February at a reading of 168. The Ag Economy Barometer is based on survey responses from 400 U.S. agricultural producers and was conducted between October 19th through the 23rd. Always stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nulley.